goddamn drill. If you don't, you should by now. I'm Big Game Bob. That's Grace Ibrahim. This is episode 27 now of the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Behind the glass is Grace on the ones and twos. And on the mic, through your local airwaves, however you're listening, why you're listening, we don't know, we don't care, we're just happy you are listening. Welcome to episode 27. Let's get just right into this. Let's just start clanging and banging. Into our sports segment we go. Grace, the Tampa Bay Rays just cannot win. Doesn't matter what they do. It's just a terrible organization all around. And the sad part about it is it's not a sad It's not a terrible organization because they're playing on the field. They're actually not a bad team. But they they get no asses in the stands. Nobody wants to go to the game. They can't find the stadium. They don't know where to go. They don't got a home. They just don't know what to do. There's a report out that the Tampa Bay Rays are now considering using two different fields. So I guess they have one in St. Pete, one stadium there, and then 10, 15 minutes down the road, they're, they're going to build another stadium. So they're going to have home games, but they're not going to know which, what stadium they're playing at. It's kind of like an AAU team in high school. You don't know what field you're, you're at. It's a big town, so you know, are you at the municipal field? Are you playing at the high school field? You just don't know. And if you're the players, why would you want to now go play for the Tampa Rays? Do you imagine what it's like? Imagine trying to recruit Garrett Cole as a free agent. He calls, hey guys, I'm here. What, What field? Oh shit, Garrett, we're actually at the field on Burton. Did you go to LaGuardia Street? I apologize. You know what we'll do, Garrett? I'm sorry. I I thought you knew to go to this one. There's a Starbucks in the middle of the two. Why don't we just meet there, talk over a couple macchiatos, why don't we? We'll see you at Starbucks, Garrett. Coffee's on us. By the way, we're willing to give you $35 million. Let's just sign the deal in this Starbucks. You don't even know where you're going. If you're a player, do you leave a jo- do you now have to buy two jock straps? This way you don't you don't leave one jock strap at one field. It's like fuck coach, I I know it's batting practice, but I gotta go. I left I left my socks at the other field and the belt. Or like your mom and dad are coming to the game and they, they don't know which field it's at. It's like, sweetie, what field are you on? Is it behind the soccer field? Oh shit, there you are. I, I mean, you you don't even have a field to play. And you think you're going to get free agents? This is just the recipe for just a disaster. Can't you cling on to, like, you know, you use one of your spring training fields or something? Just pick one ballpark. It's ludicrous. What a bad time to be the Tampa Rays. God damn, I, come on, that is so unprofessional. Two ballparks. Fuck. Let's move it right along, Grace. Moving on. Grace, did you see 
and I, I don't know why I was surprised about this, because I shouldn't be, but I was. I saw it on Good Morning America, because that's where anybody sees anything. They got it all going over on Good Morning America. But The Rock, okay, Dwayne Johnson got married. Hats off to him. Just, just stand-up guy, very likable guy. The only thing not likable is for the guys that attended his wedding. Because you know what the start time to this wedding was? 7.45 a.m. Why? Because The Rock wanted to see the sunrise. He, he always wanted to see, to see the sunrise when he got married. If I'm his wife, I'm pissed. You didn't know before marrying him you are going to have to have your wedding at 7.45 in the morning. The whole thing, the whole grand thing started at 7.45. And his wife is great. She's beautiful. She's got a great head on her shoulders. Poor girl. Has to wake up at, to be there at 7.45. Do you know what time makeup probably started? It had to start at 3.34 in the morning. Meanwhile, The Rock, he got a gym session in. He wasn't going to skip leg day. This dude was just crushing the pectoral fly three, four hours before his wedding. Walked up to the podium drinking a protein shake. This guy's a different animal. 7.45 in the morning. Oh my God. I could see The Rock just kind of like finishing his workout. And he goes into the locker room and his suit is hanging. So, like, he does a quick sauna sesh, shower, and then, like, as soon as he takes the towel off out of the shower, he just, hey, can you, uh, you mind handing me my tux? Uh, just a hand appears, he's just throwing it to him in the shower. He comes out of the shower, just a full-blown tuxedo. This guy's a different breed. I was thinking about when I was at the gym today, this guy's so massive, he kind of reminds me of, like, like, I was at the gym today, and there was a guy who wanted to trade sets. You know where they're just kind of hovering over you and they're, they're waiting to get on the machine that you're using? And I always hated that because if I, I never needed a machine that bad where I can't just go do something else until that person's finished. I never come in and say, you want to trade off sets? Because then you got somebody watching you do your bicep curls. It's kind of strange. I don't, I don't really like the whole feeling to it. I'm just not a fan. I would never do it. But this guy walked over just absolutely massive. Just an ox. Just so damn strong. And and it, 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 he was hovering over the point where you're too strong. You know, like I never would want to be too strong. This guy asked to get in on my sets. And I said, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I got no issue with that. But I wanted to say, you know, sir, I got to ask you, where, where do you see yourself going from here? You know, like, what, what, like, how much stronger could you possibly get, sir? Are, are these 10 bicep curls really going to help? I mean, is it going to change anything? I just don't understand it. You are massive. And he was one of the guys that you know you stay away from. There's all these different characters at the gym, but the alpha males at the gym 
are the ones who have like a full sweatshirt on. They don't even need like the tight t-shirt. Because you, you could already see what they're packing with the sweatshirt on. You know it's there. They got the Beats headphones on, the big massive Beats. And they always, it's never just connecting through the ear. They always have the hoodie to the sweatshirt up. And then they put the Beats over the sweatshirt. Possibly just to prevent any sweat from dripping in the ear. But those are always the hardcore guys. Like they have a reason for being in the gym. You know, when I go to the gym, I don't say anything to anybody. I go to the gym to get out of the gym. I want to get in. I want to get out. And it just made me think of all the different characters you have at the gym. I'm looking at this guy and said, what more do you want to improve on? You're massive. It's like going to take the SATs. You get a perfect score, but you still sign up two months later to take them again. Where else do you go from there? You're already getting into Harvard. I, I mean, why do you want to take this thing again? It's a perfect score. So the different characters that I wrote down at the gym, you have your alpha guy, sweatshirt, sweatpants, big beats headphone, massive, no upside. They already hit their ceiling. And you wonder what they do from a, 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 a job. It's like 11 a.m. and then they're they're there till like 3 p.m. Like what time are you starting your job, sir? Okay. And then you got the mayors of the gym. The people who just go to socialize. I never understand it. They're, they're, they're taking a bunch of different classes. Every time you turn and you see them, they're in a conversation with somebody. They're just fist pounding their way through the gym. High-fiving, dapping. They'll pump out like one butterfly set with the dumbbells onto the next conversation. By the time they're out of there, they maybe did about five sets of something. They're always in the sauna. They're the only guys speaking in the sauna. And then, of course, everybody hears your conversation. I go in the gym. I don't say a word unless I have to. I just want to get in. I want to get out. But then you got the going through the motion guy. You know the guy that just kind of had the gym on the checklist, so we kind of just had to check it off? They're usually on, like, the bicycles, just half-ass in the motion. While they're on, like, their cell phones, they're FaceTiming. Like, they're getting a treadmill session in, but they're FaceTiming on the treadmill. You know, it's like, seriously, like, they just, that's all they wanted to do. They wanted to come to the gym, they had it on their to-do list, they're getting it out now. You usually find those guys lingering around the sauna. Because the great thing about the sauna is you go in, you don't have to feel like you did any work. And then you could come out and you feel like you just did a full hour workout. That's where you're going to find those guys. Maybe those guys usually tend to even work at a gym like once a week. They're in their street clothes. They'll go ahead and just scan you in if it's too busy. Just take your card, scan it, have a great workout, sir. It's like, do you even, do you even work here? They have some sort of relationship with the gym. They know everybody. But then you got the guys, and I've always respected this guy. The gym is like the airport. I go to the gym every time, and I know I'm going to get some type of content from it. Know I'm going to get an idea from the pod. It's just the good people watching place. Then you have the guys, just the hear the ball guys. That are going strictly, they're ignoring every single workout machine, 
all that good stuff. They're showing up in the 2005 Michael Jordan Wizards jersey. Reebok gym shorts, LeBron sneakers, maybe a headband around them. They're going straight for the basketball courts. There's like 12 different LA Fitness basketballs rolling around the court. This guy's got his own ball that he just starts getting loose with. Just just straight to the court. And I don't know how these guys do it. They'll play like six games. Yeah, you may make fun of the guy, you know, wearing the replica Michael Jordan jersey. But at the same time, which you're not taking into account, this guy's been on the court from 7 a.m. It's 2 p.m. right now. This guy's just getting after it on the hardwood. Diving after loose balls, setting picks. Could give two fucks about the ad machine. He's here to shoot the rock. Love those guys. Always got a kick out of them. Maybe they'll fuck around with an ad machine one or two sets, but they're here to ball, baby. They're here to ball. Defensively, whether you have the ball or not, they're going to be in your face. Just up in your grill, making sure you regret the time you went to LA Fitness to put up a couple jumpers for 45 minutes. I got, I always got a kick out of these guys. I respect the hell out of them because they just got heart. They're showing up in the AI jerseys. I mean, the Latrell Sprewell jerseys. Boxing people out. Just ballers. LA Fitness heroes. Can't live with them, can't live without them. You just have so many characters inside the gym. But to The Rock and and his wife, congratulations. You know, by the time that that wedding ended, it's 3 p.m. You got a whole day ahead of you. He might have got a second workout in. I don't know. I mean, a 7.45 start to a wedding. I'm rolling up at like 10.30. I may miss the hors d'oeuvres. And if I do, shame on me. But I'm not I'm not putting on a, a, a tuxedo at five in the morning. Fuck that. No chance, Dwayne. Anywho. Moving on. Oh, Grace, I apologize. I must have lost track of time. Cause if I'm not mistaken, it is time for everybody's favorite segment, Miss Grace Ibrahim. On behalf of myself and the fine folks listening to the Brilliantly Dumb Show, episode 27 right now, can we go ahead and trouble you for a drum roll? It's the Ass Bob segment. Week by week, Tuesday after Tuesday, I tell you fine folks, submit your questions for the Ass Bob segment before we do so, though. Something I also like to tell you fine folks is that the Burnley Dumb Show is brought to you by none other than Windex. Whip it, wipe it, clean it, spray it. I put that shit on just about anything. Anything and everything Windex. Moving on here on the Ask Bob segment. This question's coming from Jason Stoudemire out of Minneapolis. No relation to Amari Stoudemire, that is confirmed. Amari Stoudemire, by the way, friend of the pod. Aaron McKee, friend of the pod. Jason Richardson, friend of the pod. Charles Barkley, friend of the pod. Everybody's a friend of the pod. But Mr. 
Stoudemire would like to know, Bob, what's the worst job currently in America, in your opinion? You know, I I, I thought about this one. There was a couple things that ran through my mind. The worst job right now in America. And it was a good time for the question because when I got this question from Stoudemire, I had just left a Brazilian steakhouse, Fogo de Chao, I think it's called. And the the food, if I if I may, it's subpar. You you pay an absurd amount of money. It's an all you can eat Brazilian steakhouse. So you pay like sixty dollars. You try and get your money's worth. And these guys come with all different types of meats on skewers. And what they do is they just go around. And if you flip your, you got a little card if if you want meat or not. You flip it green or red. And if you're green, they come flying over to you and slice a piece of meat on your plate. So I thought about that, and I, I, I think that's rough. That's tough, just just slicing and dicing meat onto people's plates all day. And then you kind of got to leave the meat hanging so the customer can pick it off. So the, the, the meat server kind of gives you like an assist no matter what it is, they just they slice it, but right before they're finished with the slice, it's it's the customer's job to take the little tongs there and then put it on your plate. So I think that's rough. We went there. It, it was it was a bizarre experience. We went to like they, they, they have all the stuff that they want you to load up on before at the bar, and that's their plan. They want to load you up on the rice and beans and all that stuff. But you go up to the bar, it it's not even there's no type of structure to it whatsoever. They just throw all types of shit down on this bar. There's yogurts on here. There was lox, different slices of salmon, rice, beans, soup. There was a chicken pot pie. I mean, they're just throwing, it's like a jack-in-the-box. Just throwing all different types of shit at you that they try and get you to fill up on. But we were smart about it. We didn't want to fill all the way up. You got to save yourself for the good stuff, for the meat. So we're waiting for these guys to kind of come around. It's near the end of the night where they're kind of closing down. So I start to get a little upset because nobody's coming around with any meat. And there's all different types of shit that they put on the skewers. It's not just meat. They got little dumplings, bacon wrap dumplings, bacon wrap scallops. But it makes me think for these guys slicing it. Do they get paid accordingly to what they're slicing? For example, there was a ribeye going around, but it's a fatty piece, so it's tough to kind of cut off for the guy. So he just got it on the skewer. He's trying to knife it down, but there's so much fat. Meanwhile, the guy selling the scallops, all he had to do was just slice it right off. It came right off. Like just shot out of a cannon. So this guy's going around table to table, just slicing down scallops. Pop, 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 pop. Meanwhile, ribeye guy is just gnawing away at this, getting a full forearm workout. So do these servers come to Fogo de Chao? They show up and say, fuck, I got the filet shift tonight. We're like, oh, great, I got the scallop shift tonight. They should be paid accordingly. Because if I come in and I'm getting left with the ribeye shift every night, I'm going to be pretty upset because I'm going to be gnawing through ribeye for the eight hours of my shift. You know what I mean? I mean, look, it's just it's something to think about. This is the type of stuff that I think about. Scallop guy's just taking that sucker down with a spoon. Just rapid fire. I think ribeye guy should get $2 more an hour. 
I mean, they were really struggling. And he tries to slice it off to make the perfect assist here. I was struggling with the tongues. So I started to feel bad. But, but finally, I started to get upset because we're not having enough meat come our way. <laughs> Look, I mean, call a spade a spade. That's what we do on the Brilliant Up Show. There wasn't enough meat coming our way. So this French guy running the whole joint, I called them over because we were getting annoyed. There were, you know, the cards were green on our table. I said to him, I said, look, Victor, he says it's pronounced Victor. I said, is that a French thing? What? It says Victor, he Victor. So he said, Victor, I, I got to tell you, I'm a little upset. We pay an absurd price here to get good quality meat sent our way. Nobody's been showing up to our table. We've had to eat animal yogurt all night to fill us up. Everybody's green here. Where is the meat? And Victor knew that they were in the wrong because he saw he saw nobody coming to us, and he knows his employees kind of checked out. So he was not pissed at us. He was pissed at his employees. He just pauses. He looks over at our table. He goes, you want meat? I'll give you meat. Snaps the fingers, beelines it in the back to the kitchen. We don't see Victor for like a good 20, 25 seconds. Next thing you know, there are servers, there are chefs, there are busboys piling out the door with just skewers of meat. Like they just took these things right off the grill. They surrounded our table, just pounced on our brain. They didn't ask if we wanted to try this or that. No, they were slicing there was fillets coming out of the air, porterhouses flying out of the air, scallops, all types of shit just flying our way. Green, red, it didn't matter. They were pumping out premium cuts to our table, just nonstop. So Victor must have just chewed into these guys. But the, the, the Brazilian steak concept is a bizarre one. I don't think I could go around just piping out skewers of meat all day. I just don't think I could do it. Hats off to these guys because they work their ass off. Not the guys dishing out the scallops, I'm talking. The guys dishing out the porterhouses, the meat. Not an easy thing to do. Don't take it for granted. Fogo de Chao and Beekter, really appreciate your hospitality. Anywho, next question from Dave Higgins out of Raleigh, North Carolina. Good old Raleigh, North Carolina, Bob. Who do you got once and for all, Joey Coldcuts or Rigatoni in the finals? Tip-off at 8. Yes, indeed, the tip-off's at 8. Look, th this is a question I got throughout the week in regards to the bracket. And I know you saw me putting out the Westgate sport nods from the sports book. Hate to break it to you, folks. That was Big Bob creating those odds. Because those were the honest odds that I believe in. I still believe in the odds that I put out today, which is Joey Coldcuts. Minus 115, Matty Rigatoni, minus 105, creating the house edge. I, I do understand that some people are going to question the committee laying out the house edge. Minus 115, Joey Goldcuts, minus 105, Matty Rigatoni. Look, guys, bottom line is you got yourselves a war tipping off at 8, 8 p.m. I, I, I know the followers, I really do, and I see the DMs. When I tell you it is such a hardcore split between Cold Cuts and Rigatoni, I, I, I'll be honest. People want my prediction. I can give you my prediction. 
I, if I had to guess, and according to those odds, I would say Cold Cuts wins 51%. That's how close this thing is. Look, yes, Cold Cuts has been there from the start, and, and, and he's a lot more consistently in videos with Matty Rigatoni being at the other side of the country in New York. But when Matty Rigatoni sends a video, it hits. And it hits with some power. I'm talking George Foreman type shit. He, Rigatoni sends in a video, it's going to be funny. This guy, it's not even like he sends me multiple takes. The video that he sends, he does one take, and that's the video that comes out. I, he, he's hilarious. He's, he's a powerhouse. It's a true heavyweight fight. I do not know who's going to win. Minus 115, that could go either way. But if I had to guess, I think the followers stick with the consistency out of cold cuts. Now, I think the, the, the new followers are going to be the ones that they'll take Rigatoni. Because they've seen him in a lot of action lately, getting a lot of reps. And rightfully so. This guy's gold. This guy's gold. I, I, I really could see it going either way. And, but what my, my thing, the deciding factor to me is I think there's going to be some voters that have pick rigatoni in your head, but pick cold cuts in your heart. And I think that'll end up being that 1%. So that's my guess. Heavyweight, classic battle tonight. The favorite, brilliantly dumb character. Is it Joey Coldcuts or is it Matty Rigatoni? An absolute bloodbath expected tonight. But this bracket in doing the characters has been so much fun, if that answers your question, Higgins. I, I just, I've got such a kick out of this whole thing. Um, anywho, that just about wraps it up here for episode 27 of the Brilliantly Dumb Show. We thank you for being aboard. On behalf of myself, Big Game Bob, Behind the Glass, Grace Ibrahim, we thank you for being here, folks. We really do. On another note, Okay, Holiday Bob merch is out in stores, www.brillantlydumb.com. The last Tuesday that I can remind you for it to ship out there for your loved one, significant other, whomever, whatever it may be. Get yourself a Holiday Bob mug. Pour yourself a nice cup of coffee with Big Game Bob's face on it. What a way to have a cup of coffee, huh, folks? Not today, Bubba Gear. Holiday Bob gear, whatever it may be, www.brillantlydumb.com. On behalf of myself, Grace Ibrahim, we will see you next Tuesday, folks. Have a good week now. <laughs>